All right, so we're back with episode four of the Northwest Northwest Method Express. You'd think that by now I'd actually remember how to say it. And I'm Jonathan. I'm with Tony again, and we're going to continue on from the last episode where we were talking about the videos and the and the how we actually went through the process of getting to where we are now with videos. And you were talking a little bit more about the creative process and working with other people and how that really influenced us moving forward. Yeah. And again, this thing about teaching being more of a complex art than we think. You don't just uh, deliver content. And even if you do deliver content, yeah. you have to be pretty, um, pretty savvy in how you do it. If you're talking to a class, you, you can't use the same tone all the time. You've you got to change your tone. You've got to change how you start your, your lecture or your demo you know, your rhythm, you can't always have the same rhythm because then people get get stuck into that that rhythm. So the fact that we live in a time where you can bring different media, yeah. including music, don't forget, music mm -hmm. is something that we used in the video. We were pretty lucky to have ex-students who's, who's a local jazz player and he gave us his music to to use just, just to throw in there to, to create some rhythm, which is one of the things we tell our students, like, when you're cooking, find your rhythm. What you know? What music are you playing in your head? What's you know? You go, you got to move to something. Ideally, you want to move to something that you're comfortable with, and that means that it's already in your body. The techniques are those hand skills are already in you. Yeah. But you know the fact that there's there's so many mediums that we we can have access to that can go on a screen. Yes. I think that's the that's the key thing. So we have to evolve, you know, how we're gonna maybe take our classroom experience, yes, and put it on screen. That's that's very difficult because we can't have a long shot. We we, we tried that. Yeah. Let's have a long shot and just film one of us demoing or lecturing, so you can see the other students involved in that engagement, and that doesn't really work because you're not talking to the person that's on the other side of the screen, you're talking to live people. Yeah. So there isn't that engagement. Yeah. So when you're creating something, you're on screen for somebody that's on the other side, you got to anticipate how they would watch it. Yeah. And we decided we're going to keep it just like we did our first videos. It's making sure the camera captures the, the right movements, changing the angles. What was interesting about doing those first videos, we were, we were doing something and then they would say stop and we would, you know, freeze in motion. And then they would take all their equipment because that big equipment, yeah. they have to take their lighting and everything to the other side behind you. So you have to freeze there for about a good, you know, 20, 30 seconds and continue. We decided we were not going to use, you know, uh, very technical equipment because it's just hard to move around. So we're just going to use our phones. And, you know, you, you have a different phone than I do. Yeah. Mine is better. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. I got a new one. <laughs> it's true. You got a new one. I had the latest one when we first started. I had yeah. the best phone of everybody. Now it's three years old and I'm falling behind. It's like, oh my goodness. But, you know, we decided to use whatever equipment we have on hand yeah. and learn how to use it better. You know, now, now you know, we have a tripod, <laughs> we have, we use some, some accessories that, that make it a bit sleeker. But again, we focused on how the person on the other side will see the, the demos and the visuals. 
and we, we, and we, we want to keep it yeah. simple. We almost wanted to have it as if that person who's watching it is standing right beside you as you're doing your demo and they're watching your hands really. And, and at the end of the day, you know, somebody doesn't need to see our face. They need to see what it is that they're they're actually going to be executing, and a lot because a lot of times what's happening because we've got you know you talked about the plot points in the last episode, they need to be able to almost place their hands where our hands are, and be able to to execute in short bursts what we're executing. And if it doesn't work for them, they need to be able to go back and do it again and again and again. And with some some execution some practices it's gonna it's gonna take them two or three or four times to start to get that rhythm and they don't need to be watching you know a panned out shot of an instructor standing there where they have to try and figure out if they're, especially if they're watching it on their phone it's not gonna it's not gonna work for them so actually having those tight shots right up against the instructor's hands makes a very big difference well, you know, again, when we teach to the live class, whenever in a dish or in a technique, there is a very specific point that you have to get this. This is key because you have to get this 100%, this key yeah. point, because if you're off by either 10 or 20%, your dish is not going not gonna to work. That's when we probably stop our demo live, when we're doing it live, and yeah. we we have a conversation with the class and we tell them why. And usually that why is going to have some science involved in it. Yeah. What we do with the video, we do the same thing. We stop the, now the camera focuses in yeah. or actually in the editing process, we just zoom in. Yeah. And then like we, rather than having a conversation, we just write almost like as if we were to write on a, on a, on a blackboard, we write on the screen. This is why this is so key. And, and this is what you need to look for. And then the video continues. So it's almost as if we do have those conversations, those very key conversations with the person on the other side. And, you know, maybe some inside baseball here too, is that, you know, we've laid out what we know the questions that we have been asked over 17, 18, 20 plus years of teaching students. So at, at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to have these plot points broken down and those questions to be answered before they're even asked. And that's an advantage that, that we have during the editing process that, again, a lot of other sources out there, they'll play a, a video from beginning to end. Sure, they'll be glossier, but at the same time, they'll they'll not take advantage of what we do because the people that are doing cooking videos they're chefs but they're not they're not teachers well and and that's and that's that, that that's the key point that we're teaching it from a teacher's point of view mm -hmm. because we understand the learners we have a lot of experience with live learners like thousands of them and we know what happens when they go from our demo into the trenches, into the kitchen. We know where they screw up. Yeah. So we've gathered that information. And yeah. we know that the next time we do the same demo, we know what to emphasize. So the difference between, let's say, something on YouTube done by a chef or a blogger is sometimes they miss those key points. So they have a very sleek video and they shows that it shows that they know what how to do 
execute the, the product. Our focus is on how to teach the execution of the product. Our execution is not as important as the, the execution of the, of the learner. Right. So we know how to get into the learner's shoes yeah. on the other end. So we don't get in the kitchen with them. Yeah. What we do is we bring them into our mind, into our, into our space. And as a teacher, not as a chef, as a teacher, this is the information we've gathered. So that's the biggest difference between being a, a chef and a teacher. And, you know, it's taken us years to figure that out as, as teachers in, in a school, because I'll be the first one to admit I've been teaching for, you know, 25 years. Yeah. I'm only starting to understand how this works. Well, And, and, and when you started yeah. the same thing, right? Oh, 100%. You know, and I think... I think about even before I actually, you know, came to Northwest full time and I would, you know, work some evening classes and I would have an opportunity to do some some teaching at those in, during those evening classes. And for me, it was it's very intimidating because you think that you need to put on a dog and pony show. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what you, you need to be entertaining, but at the same time, you need to give people that critical information and execution that that's going to make them successful when they're at home. Yeah. And I think as a teacher, one of the things that I learned is that it's unimportant what I know, what's important yeah. is, is what you learn. Yes. So my ego is totally irrelevant. Yeah. Like it's my skill in teaching you that's important. And those skills take a long time to hone. Well, and, it's, yeah, and, and, and it's, it's observational yeah. skills. You know, we were talking about the importance of observation. You have to know your audience. You have to be able to watch them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know how bloggers do it, that, that, that persistence and hats off to them because some of them do it for years yeah. and they're very good. They have very good videos, but they're teaching to no one. There's no feedback. Whereas we're, we always get feedback every day. And yeah. if you think about our, you know, our non-pro class, yeah. our basics one class, which is a, the fundamentals 101, which is what we've been teaching, you know, for years, that's our bread and butter to, you know, when we teach our, our, our enthusiasts, it's taken us years just to, to hone in every single uh, demo that we do. And we haven't changed the curriculum that much. If you nope. think about content, but we've changed a lot of the little details well, how we because deliver, we have to. you know, and you know, the thing that's interesting going back to that and talking about ego, I would be the first one to say is that I, I'd love to have my ego stroked, but I, but the beauty of it is, is that in the fundamentals, you know, the basics one fundamentals 101, it's stroked in a different way. You don't get that immediate gratification of when you finish the demo. I did that demo perfectly. The product that I created is wonderful. That's not what it's about. I get the reward, and I'm quite sure you're the same way, when we see the person either a couple of days later or the next week, and they come in and they tell us how much fun they had making that dish outside of the school. Yeah, That's, so, the, that's the reward. Yeah, well, what strokes our ego is when they tell us that we're, we know how to teach well. Well, you exactly. know, we're a good teacher. But not or that they, we're or they know, great chefs it. or great yeah. cooks. Uh, that's that that doesn't do it for me anymore what does it for me is when somebody says you know you know how to, how to teach you're a good teacher yes. or you you really that your demo really uh worked for me yeah. those are the things that 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 well that's that's what we strive for and those are the things that turn us on 
And I, I get very excited. I get very excited when I see somebody execute a dish better than I execute. Because what it says to me is, I don't, you know, it used to be that I would get self-conscious about that. And it used to be that I would say, oh my goodness, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do a good enough job because I didn't create a, a beautiful, as beautiful a dish as they did. The flip side for me now is, hey, I must have taught them something because yes. they're actually, they're actually doing it well. Well, first of all, teaching live, doing yeah. a demo with eyes on you. Yeah. And um, terrifying. And having to not only execute and perform the dish, but actually teach it is very, very hard. Yes. It's very hard. I mean, we've had students in the past that had to do demos and they'd be, we've had chefs that have come in to do that. Yeah. And these are dishes that they know how to do like the back of their hand when at their restaurant, but now all of a sudden they have to do it in front of students and they're sweating. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're literally there's drips of sweat falling into their into their pan. Yeah. That's because it's hard. It's hard. But the key, again, is did did we reach the learner with what they had to what they had to figure out? Well, and then draw and drawing this back to the whole concept of of how we organize the videos. And I, I, I think that that's where people need to to understand the the our focus, our focus is on making sure that you're able to execute what you're watching. It's not about showing you a perfectly beautiful video. It's about showing you a well-executed demo in short bursts that's gonna make you successful because, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, how we actually deliver these videos. And it's not just this 15 or 20 second plot point in a vacuum. It's surrounded by things that are going to continue to to make you successful. I I I I wasn't listening to anything you said because my time the timer went off and I'm still oh, trying no. to figure out. Oh no! Did we hit 15 off. minutes again? Well, that's a good. It was a good segue then. So we'll. <laughs> oh, there um, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm gonna sign us off then. Uh, for I'm Jonathan and I'm with Tony again and next next episode i think that's episode five my goodness already we will talk a little bit about our online course 